You are listening to High Score 5 and where real talk is our vernacular. Detroit's crime rate has been the lowest it has been in years. 60 years. That's because they go, made the playoffs. Go Lions. Go, go Lions. Go Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, I need to go LA. I need that crime rate to drop. I need to be able to, to go back there and be free. <laughs> I don't think there's any correlation between the Rams and LA's crime rate. I don't think the Rams have any impact on the local community besides how <laughs> many drunk drivers are out there. Man. I want the Rams to win because I feel like the Rams could beat the Niners. The only team in the NFC that could beat the Niners. Right That's now. your main motivation. I don't care what's. That's Bowl. my only motivation. The Rams don't even have to win the Super Bowl for me. All they have to do is beat the Lions this week, and the Sunday after that, beat the 49ers, and then they can lose to the Cowboys. I'm happy with that. I would be okay with that playing out that way. I'm happy with that. That's my play out. That's my play out in my head. The Rams beat the Lions in a close game. They beat the Niners in a tuck-down game. That's two divisional guys going at it. And then they go off, and then they lose to the Cowboys in the NFC title game. To me, Super Bowl won already. <laughs> Super Bowl won. That's celebration. I was trying to get my TENS machine working, but my battery died up. Back problems? No, I was going to use it. I do have back problems. You're right about that. But no, that's not actually what's bothering me right now. My knee. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to just put a little TENS to it, put a little ice on it. Mm-hmm. Try to go to the gym tomorrow morning. Not have any excuses. Right. Need some know. of this middle age weight. I got yeah. a dad bod, but I ain't got no kids. Say hi, daddy. Say hi, daddy. Whose goddamn white baby is that? This is your baby, okay? He's just light skinned. That's a lot of dudes, man. I mean, rocking a dad bod and the farthest person away from having kids. It don't make no sense. <laughs> just because you name him Darren, don't mean he belonged to Darren. He uh, got that. You got that uh, genetic dad bod disorder. Exactly. I got the dad bod to make you think that I, oh man, this dude, this dude must really take care of his kids. Uh, if you suffer yeah, from father. GDBD, please yeah, great take O-O-O-O-Zampic. It look like he don't eat till at least after all the kids asleep, till he breed them, store and put them asleep. And then he, he, he chowed down. That's why his metabolism probably running so slow. <laughs> eating a whole charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Sure, no dad, no dad eating no charcuterie board, Derek. I don't know what dad's you hanging around. At <laughs> dad's eating the leftover, uh, what, what he the say? leftover I nuggets. <laughs> what are you eating the charcuterie board? Every now and then, I mean, not a whole one, but I mean, you know. So, I, I, so okay, answer me this, and I'm glad this came up. When is a charcuterie board? I ain't never heard of a charcuterie board growing up. I ain't heard of it in college. Well, me when is this charcuterie? I feel like the 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 millennials wanting to celebrate everything, along with their uh, participation trophies, came out with charcuterie boards. I mean, it's already existed, but it wasn't in my world. Now it's in every world. Uh, you could be a millennial. You could be African American. You can be any race, mm-hmm. any any social economic status. Mm-hmm. And as long as you was a millennial, you believed in charcuterie boards. Oh man, we gonna have a charcuterie board. Yeah, 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 man. My annual income is probably like you know two thousand dollars a year, but I still have. I've had about twelve charcuterie boards. Now here's the problem, and you you hit the nail on the head. Now, if you are not necessarily in a particular um, uh, 
wage range, your security board is going to look a little different. Now, you know, uh, bologna and, uh, you know, pimento cheese and other assorted weird cheeses that don't count. That that, that that's that's not Shakur. Well, well, so 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 you saying that even if I was of lower social economic status, or depending on what your social economic status is, your charcuterie board looks different. I understand that, but people now make charcuterie boards just for themselves. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, like, so it seemed like a thing when you would have an event of people. That's why I said yes. charcuterie boards used to belong to a certain social economic staff, but mm-hmm. status. But since the millennials came aboard. And they're just like, you know, full inclusion. And it's like, not everybody can have a charcuterie board. I don't know about you, Woody. You right. The charcuterie board looks different. But I tell you what, if it look a certain way, I ain't going over your house. I, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. Because I tell um, them to walk away. Because if you got a bologna and spam charcuterie board, <laughs> along with a couple of, of Velveeta cheeses that still got the paper on it. <laughs> And maybe some cheese whiz that you you tried to dollop up real nice on the edges, right? You try to make some little, you try to make some little, uh, some little canned cheese roses and stuff. Exactly. My grandparents used exactly. to they used to have their little their little crystal plate they bring out during the holidays, the little center bowl. Or- crystal told me they was working class and trying to and know how to be elegant and know how to act when that crystal. The crystal only came out when you was elegant, but that's when crystal you had, didn't come yeah. out when people see. The problem now is. You don't bring out the crystal when someone bring out hint, some Hennessy. <laughs> that it was, well, they, it was never really Hennessy being brought up then, but it was, it was definitely uh, the. No, crystal. no, you can have alcohol and, with and the crystal, had, the good crystal out. We had you ain't having no Hennessy and no Cisco. The little mini pickles, the little canned olives. Boone's Farms. That's what. That's what. They were, it was a Boone's Farm era. era. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, he had some couple little salamis and ham, like a little ham, uh, a little That's lunch still meat. a little more classy. Lunch meat on there, too. <laughs> That's still a little more classy. So you got your salamis, your pepperonis, your um, uh, prosciutto, those sorts of things. Then yeah, of prosciutto course, was the- not something I had until I got uh, past uh, high school. High school, I don't even think I had it. Probably college is when I first had a prosciutto. Hey, look, man, I probably didn't have prosciutto till about. Ten years ago, I'm I'm wagering. Yeah, yeah. I ain't had sure. a prosciutto till it got cheap and Hormel started producing them. <laughs> <laughs> I had prosciutto till it ended up in Costco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all go. of a sudden, the prosciutto was next to the Oscar Myers, and then you're like, okay, I could. What's this? I'll try this out. <laughs> so you got you got the sample at Costco. You figure I'm buying that. I want it now. Now I can afford this. But, see, but there, there's your answer. Maybe Costco opened up charcuterie to everybody. Charcuterie. <laughs> Chicunery to everybody. I ain't know what no chicunery is when I was growing up. Uh, I felt like Forrest Gump when they said coons. Coons. <laughs> coons. We had coons in our back porch once. Mama ran them off at the broom. <laughs> oh, such a good movie. Oh, yeah. It was one of those movies that's good to me because I only saw it once. I saw it a few times, actually. <laughs> I was worried that if I keep watching it, I wasn't going to like it. I got to that point where I said, okay. I got to stop because then I'm going to start to not. Maybe you're right. Maybe I saw it twice. And then after that, I got worried. (laughs) I saw it once on VHS, saw it in the movie theater. And then I saw it in VHS. Man, he's yeah. He's the one who actually taught Elvis how to dance. It wasn't Negroes. It was him with his braced knees. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. He taught everything. I'm like, Forrest Gump did everything in this world. 
and somehow didn't get AIDS. He's him and Magic Johnson, only two people in the world that never got AIDS. He never, him and Jenna. <laughs> should have got AIDS and didn't never, get AIDS. He never busted a nut in Jenna. <laughs> I think Magic learned from Forrest Gump. That's how he survived so long. He's like, hey, you know what? Forrest somehow had sex with Jenny who got AIDS and didn't get AIDS. But I think Magic went, talked to Forrest Gump, and now man living forever. Man found the fountain. Ponce de Leon couldn't do what Magic Johnson doing. Forrest walked so Magic could run. Simple. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. I need that shirt. <laughs> and easy E get AIDS and die in three seconds. That's right. That was a trip, man. I was so scared. You know, when Magic when Magic made his announcement about the HIV virus that I have attained, uh, when he, I, was, I was in 10th grade about to start basketball practice. Coach called us in. We hear about it, didn't believe it, couldn't believe it. Coach give us this big talk about protection, about everything. But we were so ignorant. And Jerry, see, you got to understand that. What are you around my age? So you understand. Mm -hmm. I, I remember cutting myself in the locker room and then worrying, going to find some alcohol dousing and worrying, right? Cutting mm -hmm. myself on the locker. Asked by somebody locker and had a piece of metal hanging out. They've got AIDS. What has he done? Can you tell me? And then magic. And then right after that, you figure two years later, then Easy E hit the spin so fast. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And Freddie Mercury. Well, Fred, the problem, no, no, Freddie Mercury and Rock Hudson. What? When did Freddie Mercury die? Rock Hudson already died by there was there was like the mid the late eighties. Yeah, because yeah, Rock Live Hudson Aid, was Live Aid was eighty six, and mm -hmm. Freddie Mercury performed at Live Aid, so it was probably somewhere around eighty eight. I think he passed away. I think. Yeah, but see, the jury was still out. I mean, the jury wasn't out. We just didn't know as much. Yeah, probably the worst for you, Aaron. You probably had tetanus, probably. That was probably the worst. Had tetanus, didn't even take care of it. Scary. Yeah. yeah. I said Freddie Mercury died in ninety one. So you ninety one. Right okay. Yeah, so okay. Early, okay. Okay. So early nineties. Scary things. Yeah. Had them condom makers creating those thick condoms. that AIDS scared. <laughs> condoms are thick, man. Why you think Pedro like regular sex? <laughs> Felt like I had to have my first time about four or five times before I realized it. <laughs> Those condoms are so damn thick, they should be a damn shame of self lifestyle. Aaron, Aaron was trying to buy, Aaron was going to the grocery store. Direct. Going to the grocery store and buying them yellow uh, uh, dishwashing gloves. Man, they up. was thinner than that. They was thinner than Durex. <laughs> Crazy thing is, I, I I had one of my electives, I work in it. In the, uh, so when I, when I, after I got in trouble and got picked up by the cops in eighth grade, my, my school counselor was like, we're going to keep an eye on you. So every year, one of my electives had to be working in the office. And so they were rotating me each semester out. One semester, the guidance office, then the attendance office, and back to the guidance, then the health office. I finished my whole high school career just working in the office. And because uh, they were like, you're a good kid. I don't know why you turned this. So we got to keep a closer eye on you. So I was like, all right. So, you know, they they noticed I would do little things like sneak people attendance passes, party passes when they were late to class, things like that. But then once I got to the nurse office, my friends tried to take advantage, man. That's when the condom giveaway. You had to have permission. You, your parents had to write a, a piece of paper permission and turn it in for you to get condoms. And so friends are always running me. Aaron, I need you to get some condoms, man. You didn't. Oh you didn't just God. have like a trench coat with like a with rolls of them on the inside. I was I was walking out with like two a day, so she wouldn't notice. You know, she was such a nice lady. Our health our health office lady. And she already said I was way too nice to some of the kids. <laughs> she didn't mind. I don't think she minded. She was like, I'd rather kids use condoms than, than not, right? 
Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I was just sneaking my friends' condoms out. And it's like, man, I saved this high school a whole bunch of teenage pregnancies, yo. Saved us, saved us. That's why we only have one. Our and AIDS. Year. Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? We only have one. And, and, and that's why I tell you what. But the nine months after graduation, I went to two baby showers from girls in high school. That people I went to high school. Because you wasn't working now. You didn't I have wasn't working in the health office no more. Drive. I went to the next graduation year later. Girl walked across the stage pregnant. I was like, man, they miss me in here. They, <laughs> they miss they, me in they, here. They owe you a community service award. Yeah, they, really <laughs> they should have gave me something. They didn't give me perfect attendance because I missed the one day because of the L.A. riots. Yeah. They should have given me something. You right, Woody. I need to write them. Like, man, you got to do something. Name my old locker. After see, Aaron, see, Aaron, in a woke society today, if you got caught up in the L.A. riots or you couldn't make it to school because of L.A. riots, they would have. They would have gave you perfect attendance. That's one good thing. They, they shit. They cheated me out of perfect attendance. I couldn't believe it when they made the announcement. Who got it? I was so mad. You know, I, I, my mom gave me permission to miss school because I was so mad, and I went to Magic Mountain. <laughs> I was hot. It was on your birthday too, right? <laughs> I think I did go on my birthday. I was so mm. mad. I was so mad. The riots was on my birthday too. That's what I'm saying. The riots was on my birthday, and oh, the damn. bus didn't come pick me up. Listen, the bus did not come to pick me up April 30th, 1992. And I got to miss school that day. Now, there was no school following the day after that. Come May 1st, we didn't have school for like over a week or two, week and a half or two. But that one day was considered my miss. Yeah, I see. Well, uh, shout out to whatever high school that Aaron went to. Give him a community service award. Put his name on a plaque inside the gym or above the nurse's office. You know what I'm saying? They're blowing up. They're blowing up the academics. Rename the health room after Aaron. Yeah, right. <laughs> just rename the vase that you keep the condoms in in the back. <laughs> That's all. Put my name on that. <laughs> just get a, get him a crystal charcuterie set to keep the the condoms on. <laughs> yeah, just get a crystal, big crystal vase to name Aaron Grayson Crystal. That just sounds bad, man. Maybe not. Maybe you got to do the health room. I'm gonna go with Woody because having a condom crystal it all might not work. Would you take a health closet like the storage room where they keep all the condoms and other supplies? Like just so no, like- we had a real health hall in L.A. You know, we got space out there. So you see, Woody, Jerry used to the Bay Area. There ain't no space out here. L.A. You got space. They built schools with health offices. It was like a it's connected to the office. It was a room. It had it had like two separate rooms for beds. Mm-hmm. Like six beds, and I used to go in there and sleep sometimes. If the, if the nurse was out. And I still was supposed to be working for it. No one was around. I might take me a little nap in there. <laughs> Free roam. My friends did. Acting like they were sick so they could sleep. <laughs> I stayed up late last night. I ain't ready for class. I either sm- stayed up late or smoked a big blunt that morning. Okay. <laughs> the school sleazy as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, y'all ready to start the show? And, you know, I've been ready, Jared. Right, I can't. Yeah. I also can't wait for you to do your uh, New Year's resolution of ending the show before nine thirty. Oh, we're gonna do something. We're gonna figure it out. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score Five One Zero podcast. You can catch us at High Score Five One Zero on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash High Score Five One Zero. Also, check us out on uh, TikTok, the TikTok, TikTok at the High Score Five One Zero. Still haven't been banned yet. Still going strong. Post a couple more videos, and they didn't get flagged for anything that would get us banned. Or Luckily, there ain't no adults watching it right now. <laughs> uh, and we are here with. Uh, this is AG3 coming at you really as fast as I can for the new uh, 2024. Just realized this is my 30 year reunion this year. 
Oh, Negro. I won't be there. I didn't go to the 10, the 20, or the 15, whatever they have. That, that shit, that to me, when high school ended, it ended. <laughs> All right, well, here's the sound bite. Fucking Cuban sandwich. Bitch, do I look Cuban to you? I want a nigga sandwich. A motherfucking nigga sandwich, bitch. Man, what the hell you be watching, Jared, man? <laughs> you the reason I want this shit. This, this, you the reason I'm not on the social media. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. And we are here with a special guest today. What's up, y'all? I'm back. It's your man, Uncle Dub, back on High School 510 Podcast. Happy New Year. Um, Let's get it, guys. I mean, good to be back. Good to see you. Good having you. Yep. Good. Good. Here's your sound bite. You can see was that number one thing, that butt. I don't even know why you thought that was so tough. Because you got the snapping nappy dug out. The snapping nappy dug Snapping nappy dug <laughs> No juice. Snappy nappy. There you go. The snapping nappy dug out. <laughs> the what? The snapping nappy. <laughs> Love that movie. Love that movie, though. Uh, <laughs> And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. Here's my sound bite. Uh, since we haven't recorded since Christmas, you know, just a Christmas jingle I, uh, put me in the mood. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, this is one we left off when we were talking about Christmas songs, Aaron. Let me hear this one. First of all, why does my man got like the James Brown getting off a stage cape on, man? What is happening right now? Cam P Funky just just popped in on the show. Here we go. I got, I, I want to play that for Cam P Funky. But I'm with Woody, man. My man was wearing a James Brown cloak. <laughs> he was ready to go. Here we go. Pedro. But I was uh, looking at her dress in the background. That's why I was wondering, is this an African church or is that her Christmas no, outfit? No, this is, uh, I've seen this video a long, long time ago. <laughs> long, long time ago. This is uh, somewhere in the South, probably. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It can't, can't, it's somewhere can't in LA. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would give LA before the South. Yeah, this is this is definitely LA. The South wouldn't have a cloak, though. Somewhere in the South. <laughs> he really yeah, that's LA. Like, two step. That's how they wouldn't have the sound system no, like no, that. He's sorry, no. Woody. No disrespect to the South. You know they wouldn't have a cloak that clean. No, that's uh, <laughs> it was up, Woody. No, but that's hey, that's man. LA. That's LA somewhere. Um, <laughs> probably Lancaster. Uh, Nita sent me this years ago. Uh, Years ago, probably that there. looked like that looked like over there a church in Inglewood. On the way to Freeway, that bought that new parking lot. I bought the, the only, forum, the church that bought the forum. The only thing my man is missing is like his whole name and all his titles across the back of the cloak in glitter. That's all <laughs> yeah. he's missing. Sequence in glitter. That is. <laughs> so we used to do these jokes, and that that was one of the jokes that we uh, used to send off. And me and my homeboy. Used to play back and forth. Uh, pastors, whose pastors used to act out in church the most? Lord Jesus, what's going on in here tonight? 
Mm-hmm. And that was one of the videos. Needy sent me that video because me and uh, you know, me and Chio went back and forth, Aaron. We was going back and forth. And Danita sent me that video. Well, you know, Puffy, like you, I can't stop. I won't stop. I don't even know how to stop. Uh, Cam P Funk is here. Cam P Funk, and right. we are here with. Yeah, I had technical difficulties. Uh, also, I have diabetes, so. Hi, I'm Wilford Brimley, and I have diabetes. It hurts me to pee, and it causes me to be short with my family. So what you do? Yeah, you almost peed on yourself? Peed down half your leg? Thanks for uh, that, Jardins. Did you? Thank you. You just did a double T difficulty tease. I can't. You know something? <laughs> There's a. I wanted. I was gonna send you this joke on um on the internet, uh, Jared. And this dude got new teeth, uh-huh. and he can't talk. And then he was going in on himself, and it was hilarious. <laughs> it was. I, I gotta find it. I'll okay. Find it. But yeah, this Captain P Funk uh, ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new about no new year or nothing. We just getting older and ready to die. Closer to die. God damn it, man. You're only 47 years old. Can't even Closer to die. Middle age. You better skip over middle age. I'm the oldest one here. Like, damn, dude, calm down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean, I don't mean to. Uh, he don't mean to scare you, Woody. He don't mean to scare you, Woody. He just planned on adding two more medications. Yeah, 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 Woody. But you got one foot in the grave, man. If you listen, I'm adding at least two, three more medications this year. And restricting his diet by by a couple more things too. Well, here's the sound by Pedro. Save this one special for you. I can't. I'm not no marathon fucker. I can't fuck for two or three hours. You know. It's three minutes. Good night, and I'm gone. Yeah. That's not some Jared. Of the, some Jared. of these, some of these things need to just die and go away, Jared. Yeah, yeah, you got to bring them back. <laughs> Pedro talking about dying. Those are things that need to be dying and go away. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't me, man. Don't put that on. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know NATO. He had sex with my mama. We were discussing uh, holiday songs, Aaron, and. Um, last time we met, and I found this in, since the last time we recorded, and I thought we need to add this to the uh, holiday playlist from your favorite, from your favorite about a boy. Boys to men? No, nah, about our boy, uh, what's this dude's name? OT Genesee. All I wear for Christmas is blue. I never knew that existed. <laughs> we used to talk about the Death Row holiday album, and that actually has some bangers on it. And I mean, I'm like, this got a, this, you know what? We're going we to have to do I want to sue him at former I carry <laughs> copyright infringement. And, my, and I wouldn't even want money. I just want to be able to keep microphones and cameras off of him for the rest of his life. We're throwing me a freaking boon here, Scott. Oh my 
my god. <laughs> now y'all be the only deal. Look, man, you won't have to give up a dime if you just you can no longer be in front of a microphone. <laughs> For me, it's the little, the little shake, just the little shake. Right yeah, there. he got the shake going on, though. I give it that. <laughs> the sad part is, I like this rap song better than the new rap that come out now. That's the sad part. I like this song better than the new rap that come out now. You'll put this on anytime over some Blueface. <laughs> I put it over Blueface. I put it over. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, man. It seemed like every rapper I know is dead. I was gonna say Pop Smoke. Going back to what Pedro was saying, y'all niggas old. <laughs> I don't know who's. I don't know which rapper is still alive anymore. It's like that's a new age. Young Dolph, a new age metric on how to like tell how old it's, you it's are. It's twenty twenty four, and I don't know which rapper is still alive. Those are young guys who died. Ah, yeah. it's twenty twenty four. Young dudes. Now you should Google uh, BL, BLP kosher. Y'all BL. get a chance to check out some nonsense. He sounds like every other rapper, but he's uh it's got an interesting look and wait, people wait, are going wait. crazy for him that's not the white guy you sent me rapping was it the different white guy <laughs> different white guy brandon knows where to find white rappers how come white rappers don't die i just got a question <laughs> young, young black rappers die coming they go they go to a bakery to buy a pack of sugar cookies they get killed they go they up in hollywood hills just trying to relax they get killed they go they go to they go to Roscoe's chicken and waffles, they get shot and killed. But white rappers just never seem to even get shot at. Uh, don't forget about the rappers that try and rob people and commit crimes. Yeah, those aren't rappers, man. Those are criminals. <laughs> they ain't never had a job. Uh, well, I guess we gotta call him a rapper because he, he said he showed up at somebody concert. Didn't I tell you that the phone and my limousine is busted and I can't get in contact with my bitches? <laughs> It's like you can tell how old somebody is by how many of their favorite rappers are still alive. <laughs> exactly. No, not favorite. Don't favorite. None of those guys are fair. I never heard an ounce of their music. Tanitsi XXX on whatever. What is the standard to be considered a rapper though? Is that it? Seems like it could be a. It's a very uh, loose term at it's, times used. It's not. It's more of an aspirational term. It's not really, so so if that's the case, I mean, you, can, you might as well still call me an astronaut because I wanted to be that for years growing up. So I want you to start saying that uh, Captain Aaron Grace, an astronaut. Exactly. It's an aspirational, exactly. it's an aspirational title. You know, some people like the second they enroll in like grad school is like I'm a PhD candidate or some shit like that. You're yeah. like, dude, like in your first semester, dude, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, man. Give yourself some time. Don't fuck this up. Uh, so, we're still doing intros, Jared. Oh, shit. Yeah. And oh, uh, we have, yeah, another late arrival, but he is here. We are here with. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Brandon, a.k.a. Taco Pablo. Happy to be here. Um, you know, glad to see Jared's having a hard time, you know, letting go of the holidays already. Like, <laughs> so embrace the new year, Jared. Embrace it. It's winter. A lot of good things are happening. Let pumpkin spice go. Not never. Let, <laughs> let it go, man. Well, uh, here's your sound bite. He's gay. But he he has a special connection to classical music. There's many things that are interesting about him. Brandon, I take that as an insult. If I was you, you know, you know, Brandon, I I I will say this, Jared. I'm glad you played that clip. I missed the phone call references. How come we don't do that no more? I've been in position for the last twenty plus years where I have to give references. It used to just be a phone call. Now you got to write a goddamn letter. 
Oh, yeah. Just answer questions. Dude, they'll email you. They'll message you on LinkedIn. I missed that. I, I'm, I'm starting to want to do what he what he just did. I just want to start saying, hey, man, you know what? I'm not doing no more letters. Just call me. He's gay, but he has a special special way of recognizing the lines. He'll be great to add to your facility. Your Christmas parties will be off If you hood. say that nowadays as a reference, especially if you put on the persona like you're just a tone deaf, like not very like thoughtful person they're like how did you deal with that person you know what more kudos to this person hey, <laughs> they might think you're you... gay though if you're not gay <laughs> oh, did you see the video i sent you like uh a few minutes ago uh, you, no. me just no I, no I texted to the group i'm sorry we, we, we gotta get you in this group text man um <laughs> just turn off your notification display and don't open them around children or at work <laughs> Don't open them at two a.m. in the morning. Dude, yeah, the, I was like, the two and three o'clock in the morning ones. Don't open those until you are mentally ready in a good space in your day. The sad part on that note, Woody, you would think it's something that's pornographic. Something it ain't even close to being pornographic. Mm. It's, it's it's just hideous. It's just stuff like this. Worse than what he piss, just played. It was for stuff that pissed you off all day, Woody. Gentlemen, let me let me let me introduce you to three letters that will change your life. D N D. I do do that. Do. <laughs> Those three letters will change your life. I, I promise you. The only one sending it out is Jared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jared. No, no, like no, I, no, no. I might send out a sports thing. I'm going to go to this clips now. This is sex now. Because we could tell. Look, all right. Uh, Pedro said, give me five minutes. I sent out a picture of a, of a, of a Mach E Mustang with a license plate that said Chachala, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandon sent out TikTok. I didn't watch that one yet, Brandon. Uh, Jared sent out, which I'm glad I didn't see. It's probably good. It was a 30 minute video of how um, Samuel L. Jackson, I mean, sorry, Quentin Tarantino, um, copied some movie. Oh yeah, see that that's that's that that's a classy Jared one. See, yeah. Brandon sent out one about uh, the guy talking about dating L.A. girls. That was a good one. Uh, and then there was a Jared TikTok that came in at 108 a.m. Yeah, uh, which is 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 4 a.m. <laughs> no then it's a text. I, let me read this text. Woody said, there's a one that came in at 3 a.m. from me, from Jared, and says, hey, what kind of underwear do you have on? <laughs> <laughs> which, which is an upgrade to the, the text that you just start. Every text started with nigga, like it used to be. Question of the day I have just was like, what are you looking forward to in 2024? What are you most looking forward to? And is there anything that you're leaving behind or happy to leave behind in 2023? I mean, honestly, I just feel like starting a new year is always just, you know, just kind of another opportunity to better yourself in certain ways. Um, you know, just for me, just trying to, you know, uh, improve health, you know, keep my health going and make some changes in some areas. You know, other than that, um, as far as, you know, I don't know about me leaving things behind, but I mean, things that I would like to see people or in general be left behind, for example, uh, as a society, can we generally just stop fucking with people? Can we stop doing that? Can we move forward in 2024 and stop fucking with people? Let's stop being assholes. Um, 
Um, also, social media people stop responding to Twitter trolls, not just the dicks, <laughs> but the people who just t- shout out troll. to Tyler Quelli, <laughs> <laughs> right? The people, the people, who, the people who troll for uh for content. Wait a minute, hold on, give, give Garrett a magic moment. I moment. call him Quelli. Oh, okay. I said that on purpose. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, he did that on purpose. He totally did that on purpose. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he always. He's arguing with somebody and out to yeah, my goddamn. He arguing with anybody. I turned <laughs> off his Instagram because I'm like, dude, turn off your comments. Yeah. Oh, you. It was. It got worse during the pandemic. No, he's supposed to be like, you a punk, you a little white supremacist, you a white, and he even tag him on it and stuff. I'm like, oh, he mad at them. But the thing about it is, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with him. Just because there was this girl during the pandemic, this young lady on Twitter that he went yeah. after, and I'm going, what the fuck? It was just ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. he's just going after people, like you know, him going after the white supremacists. Okay, whatever, whatever. But I mean, he's he is like a supreme Twitter troll. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. seriously, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no. I say white supremacists because most people that he calls out, he calls them white supremacists at some point, and or the, my white supremacist ideology that they're inhibiting or or not inhibiting, um, that they're um, uh, acting uh, upon. But what so. he acts like, he acts like he's in prison because I talked to my brother today, <laughs> and that's how he talks. <laughs> Wait, are you, you say your brother's in prison, like just for the audience who's listening? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's how you, talk. you received you talk a collect call today. <laughs> oh no! You know this new thing going on, Brandon. No more no, collect calls. No more collect calls. Oh man! They get they through. basically they basically got a cell phone in, at all times. <laughs> Everybody crazy. Yeah, now they can can they stream yeah, more of their cooking shows? Yes. Oh yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yes, they tablet. They get the news. They get they get all the stuff, and they can call their family members all day long. And, you see the one where they're using the problem. staircase, the grill. They use the stairs as as grill. Yeah, they, they use the metal stairs toilet, as grill. Toilet paper to get the fire stoked. What the grill? I haven't seen that. You ain't you ain't been doing a real cookout until you had a prison cookout play. They were using the metal, yeah, the metal stairwell. You know how it has the grills in it. They were using yeah. that, the holes in it, as a grill, dude. <laughs> Nothing um, like ribeye with staff on it. Nothing like that. Huh? <laughs> I mean, you heat it up enough, man. It'll kill, yeah, it. it'll kill everything, hopefully. <laughs> Super staff. Yeah. I just sent him off, but he just got his, his quarterly care package. So mm-hmm. he's um, he's stoked and calling and asking for everything else. Egyptian oil so he can pray to some, uh, I don't know what God he's praying to now. It always, it always changes with that, with uh, every uh, sentence. <laughs> I, I bet your brother calling you real serious, like, man, hey, I really need this Egyptian oil because I got to pray. Oh, and yeah. You just like, <laughs> you eat a cheeseburger from Carl's Jr. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> and these white supremacists over quick. here is trying to oppress me, but he actually yeah, exactly. has, he has white supremacists that are in the gang at the prison, probably. Right. <laughs> And went to jail for robbing a bunch of niggas. 
Uh, all right. Well, Woody, sorry to sorry to uh, go out into the weeds on you. Know, what else are you saying about? <laughs> nah, I was, the other thing was just like, you know, the Twitter trolls, the people who um, tweet to get like attention, to get engagement, like just stop giving those people shine. They're idiots. You know, just that short. Yeah, just 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 be smart, people. Le- just ignore the Twitter trolls in 2024. I feel you. That's a, that's not a that is not bad. The comment section can be so heinous, so funny, mm-hmm. but also so heinous or just crazy. So yep. yeah, sure. stay out of the comment section, people. Twenty twenty four. Stay out of the comment section. Okay, real quick before you go off on your tirade, Jared, about or going your soapbox about stuff we don't care about. Did anybody just see the end of the half of Buffalo? Yeah, Miami game. Yeah, Did you see two of Talibaloa's uh, face when he's yeah sees- because he's like, what are they doing? They they lined up, they lined up into the in the on line. All the DBs are lined up on the end zone. What they were trying to do was allow Buffalo to get the pass off. It allowed them to get the first down. They wanted to wear out the clock because Buffalo, if Buffalo's smart, they would have just went for a field goal. But it worked. It worked out for them. Yeah, but like, everything was crazy, man. I, no, it was. That was a crazy in the half. That was some no stupid coaching on all on. both sides of the ball. I have no idea what's going on anymore. None. Is there a chance we're gonna talk about football today? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to football. So, I mean, we got Brandon, we got Woody on the show. We need to talk college football. If we got both of them on the that's show. That's why I had I had to I had to knock Woody. I was trying to knock Jared's whole little thing. I'm trying to knock him off his soapbox where he started. Yeah, yeah, that's you don't understand, Jerry. I went to the gym, worked out, and got all ready because I got this big Phoenix energy ready now. <laughs> we gonna don't get to ruin that. it. We don't ruin my big Phoenix energy. I got it. I've been waiting all that, so I'm all excited. We're gonna get to that. But uh, does anybody else have anything else they're looking forward to in 2024? No, I'm personally looking forward to encourage people to travel. Y'all need to start scouting out some, some of these countries to go to because if Trump wins again, <laughs> y'all either going to need to learn Spanish to talk to me or French. Okay, I'm just letting y'all know right now. Where you going to move to Mozambique? God damn. They speak Portuguese out there. God damn. I to learn Portuguese. I'm moving yeah. to South Africa. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a really oh, joyous yeah. place. Yeah, Honestly, that you, that sounds right. like a great idea. Yeah, you need you're a little too dark for South Africa. You need to wear a USA shirt every day to let people know. <laughs> and speak nothing but they clean it. You you got to start speaking English like you like I mean like a cowboy. You think so black people know in, in America talk loud? You need to be yelling everything you say in an American <laughs> accent. You like, God. Just, African. just talk like Nelson Mandela. Ever just talk? Just talk like this. All right, Ghana is the place for you, Pedro. Ghana. Okay. No, 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 no. Nigeria is a place for you, Pedro. Get some Joel no. off rice. Nope, they be scamming out there. Nope. Uh, Ghana's got Joel off rice too. Yeah, but man, I'm I need to go test all of them out. Yeah, everybody's jollof rice is different. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as it's good. Okay. All right. That's some good good advice from Brandon. What uh what about you, AG3? What are you looking forward to and I'm looking forward uh first thing I'm looking forward to is Jared ending the show before nine thirty each Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh that's one of my things, not going over three hours, not going into the third hour. Uh that's the first thing I'm looking forward to going into this new year. Um uh, looking forward to actually uh, maybe deleting some whole text streams that way save some space on my phone. Um, uh, 
Uh, sounds like a sounds like an iPhone user. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. iPhone loser always got to delete some stuff. You know that. Uh, uh, you know, you know. Looking forward to this. Looking forward. Look, you know what? Uh, I'm like Woody. You know, I'm not one to make make resolutions, things like this. But I do like the one thing that the new calendar year brings is time for reflection. I do like that part. I, I don't. I don't really think about leaving anything behind because that means I'm not reflecting and growing from it. So hopefully, just you know, hope to get some things straight and better in my life, and I learn from some lessons, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last year, you were able to get rid of that Peloton though, so that was good. That was what you left behind. Uh, you... Peloton, man, I, 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 my sunk cost fallacy. I ended my sunk cost fallacy. Thank God. Yeah, twenty twenty three was a good year. <laughs> it was. It uh, was. Praise right. Lord. Captain P Funk, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? Nothing. I got a butthole appointment coming up. They got to look at my ass. And I'm not looking forward to that. Ain't nobody doing nothing to no one about it. Man, you're the only person that they do a colon. They, they, they do that test to old, like like it's 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't want to give He said they can put me to sleep and I don't know what happened. No. I, I don't understand. They check in for the colon Pedro, Pedro's doctor used a bunch of equipment with leather straps on it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Pedro's still going to the old doctor. He probably it probably still say throat and nose and ear doctor on the front of it too. Yeah. They probably Not still like use. They probably still putting people to sleep using uh, what's that stuff that they they put the little they put on a little the little drops on the, the ether. They probably still using ether, just like Pedro still using the techniques of uh, cider house rules and his doctor. So, and also looking forward, I'm not looking forward to, I'm looking forward to lower interest rates. I need these uh, interest rates to go down so I can make some equipment purchases. Um, It didn't work out at the end of the year like I thought it would. And uh, what else I'm looking forward to? I don't know. Just uh, Uh, Biden in 2024. No, I'm not looking forward to that. (laughs) I I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, the political scene is a joke. Hey, I'm proud of you actually like looking for a real loan instead of doing this infinite banking scam or like a. Are oh, you talking about my? I was trying. I might have to do this PPP <laughs> loan if they don't you know, stop tripping, talking to me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess what I'm looking forward to in 2024 is, um, you know, just, yeah, kind of like Aaron said, the optimism of a new year, new opportunities, going through these seasons again. It's winter time. So getting to the snow, just, you know, living life, being amongst people that I want to be around. I think I think that's what um, uh, it's something that I want to I want to do stuff with people that I want to be around and be, uh, d- you know, specific and deliberate about that instead of just work, work, work or finding other random things that don't just pass the time and not feel feel your heart. So anyways. That's what I'm looking forward to in 24, and uh, hopefully a uh, ceasefire in Gaza. Man, I'll never put my hopes on anything ceasefire in the middle of certain parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't put my hopes, I wish. There's you no wish. Hope. But I wish. Don't, don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, longer than a Navy SEAL. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. In news this week. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. Well, anyways, uh, uh, in news this week, it was the three-year anniversary 
of January 6th. And uh, Marjorie T Taylor Greene was going to have a uh, book signing, so-called book signing, to commemorate that uh, at a resort in Florida. But it was canceled by the resort because they didn't know it was going to be what they didn't say it was going to be. <laughs> which is a commemoration of January 6th in a good way. Also regarding this, uh, Ashley Babbitt's family is bringing a $30 million lawsuit against the U.S. government for a wrongful death. Uh, aside from that, on this three-year anniversary of January 6th, uh, what will you take away from it as an American? You can't believe that's a stupid-ass question right now. <laughs> uh, you know, the thing I'm taking away is that it's now referred to as White Juneteenth, okay? That is what I'm taking away from it. Three years out, like that is that's why I, when I refer to it by the date, it is White Juneteenth. Can we put um, it in? Can make it part of my my Google calendar? <laughs> yes, <laughs> annually, annual yeah, event. Like, can't can't let those fools take over an entire date. Date yeah. January six. Like they gotta get their they gotta get a name of name it and then forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what what are you living in the region of uh, where White Juneteenth occurred? Um, maybe it hits you a little differently, but, uh, yeah. What, what are your takeaways from, uh, white Juneteenth, so to speak? Hey, Woody, I heard you was that, uh, black cop, uh, with the no looks pepper spray. It's been more dope to do here with Heisman. Just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. Cause it, I guess as it was happening, I was hearing it and then while going to Twitter and my brain's just going, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was just really just weird to see, just surreal to see it in real time and just to talk about it. I didn't like turn on the news because, you know, I don't really watch the news. Strangely enough, I go to Twitter for my news and people are just, tweet, you know, tweeting about it and talking about it. And I'm just like, this is insane. And I think I've said it on the show before. They didn't fire enough bullets that day. I mean, <laughs> one person got clapped. She should have got clapped. And, you know, hey, hope you're enjoying hell. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, th that's kind of the takeaway, man. I mean, not enough people got clapped that day. Simple. Well, come on, Sammy. You bad. Shoot me. No, man, would you shut up, man? That's something I didn't tell you. What? I got to paint a target on my ass. Yeah, they showed a lot of restraint. There's a lot mm -hmm. of restraint. That's I, I take away that that's how they should treat all Americans to some degree. <laughs> exactly. All the darkies, you get this treatment. <laughs> Wake up this morning and receive the king tunnel. Yeah, a lot of restraint. I could see that for sure. I could see that for sure. Um, yeah, it was it, it was it was a crazy day. It was crazy. I remember I, I saw the writing on the wall though. It seemed like leading up to it because they're talking about all these groups are gonna go and be there, and Trump's gonna do some weird ass. He's planning to speak, and I was like, all these people are going there. Some like this could be really bad. It could do mm -hmm. be stupid. Like it could get stupid bad. Mm -hmm. And when it happened, I was like, I was like, man, they really doing this? Like, <laughs> but then I was like. I'm not surprised. I was not. I was sitting there like, wait, oh, they doing what I thought they. I was like, this is definitely what could happen if all these people go in there and Trump gonna say some off off the cuff shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> go down mm -hmm. there and show them that's that's not protected under First Amendment right. I'm just saying, he, he, like, <laughs> as power and situation, you cannot incite and and they haven't got hard enough on them. Eventually, I think they will, but they should have gone hard on them. They, they couldn't do it that soon right afterwards. So. 
Did you hear about the four people that actually got busted on Jan- on the anniversary for their participation January 6th? The FBI got them on January 6th. Oh, that's you know, just hilarious. It's like, happy anniversary, bitch. You're under arrest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have a summoning. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Uh, Pedro, what about you? White Juneteenth. Uh, what is it? What did it make? What did it solidify for you as an American? This, uh, when you go to edit this, just run that thing back from when it happened. Remember, I don't know if you remember that episode. <laughs> Whatever I said, I don't even remember what I said. Because I don't feel like coming up with nothing new, so go ahead and run it. It, it was probably off the wall, I'm sure. It's probably some wild shit. See how agitated he is now? I know. Let's let's make lemonade. Okay. Let's go to work. Still rolling. Remember what he said to Dave Matthew Johnson else he had AIDS. Exactly. Remember what he said to Dave Donald Sterling talked about V. Star Leano. Who This is January 6th was always, I mean. You had him inciting violence during uh uh what do you say stand back stand stand, stand back and stand by. I knew something was yeah. about to happen then mm-hmm. during that debate. I was like, oh boy, oh boy. I said this is gonna be a next. This is gonna be a rough next rough four months coming up. <laughs> yeah. And he said that I was like, shoot, man, maybe I do need to get all my guns lined up. These honkies gonna try to rush through my front door, but. I really don't know much to say about it, Jared. It's, it's history now. Yeah. Yeah, it is history. Why Juneteenth? I do remember Aaron saying this uh, on that episode, and uh, I think you uh, you were part of that too, Pedro. Aaron said Same this. Anything. Any final thoughts on the DC thing? Any any final takeaways that y'all have? Yeah, uh, I just had a question. When all that shit was going on, I was wondering where the hell's the DC sniper at? <laughs> I mean that motherfucker laying down in the trunk of that car just woof, 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 woof. he would the DC sniper would have took out more people than the damn Capitol Police did. He would have did a better job. Oh man, I forgot I said that, man. I don't be remembering. I don't say shit on this show. I'll be honest. As soon as you show in, everything I say, I forget. It's like, like running back. Running back. Eric's like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> don't remember Jack shit. I don't remember the thing I said. You played me something about Mia Khalifa. I didn't believe I said that. In sports news, in sports, it is the national. College oh, is the NC CFP. Oh, it's the, the college football players. Oh, that's what the, it is the I don't CFP. know what it's called either. It's, yeah. it, I thought it was still the BCS. It might as well be the BCS the way they is making decisions. Well, anyways, <laughs> man, <laughs> things played out after the BCS came back. Michigan defeated Alabama, the team that was put in over Florida, the undefeated Florida State. Uh, uh yeah, Michigan defeated Alabama and. Wait, who's the other team? Oh, Washington defeated Texas for a national championship game of Washington versus Michigan. What do you guys think about that? Well, it's all chalk because one versus two, they're both undefeated teams. I was say it all worked out, right? I Luckily, mean, it all worked out. I mean, in some respects, I mean, some people say that, well, ESPN puts Florida State out. And when you watch the Florida State Georgia game, you're going, mm, okay, you kind of sort of saw this coming. But at the same time, too, ESPN got what they want. They got the one two matchup. Mm-hmm. Somebody's walking home with one loss, going to be number two in the nation. Someone's going to be undefeated. It's, it's, it's going to be epic. It's going to be a really good game. 
Yeah. Then 30, 30 people, 30 players sat out that Florida State game, though, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they yeah. They, they were depleted. Yeah, Florida yeah, State had their third-string quarterback playing, and then I think yeah, half their defense, which was one of the main reasons why they were in it, because mm-hmm. how good their D was, uh, didn't play. So it sounded like that game wasn't a good representation of what Florida – I think Florida State puts on a much better showing, obviously, to have all the players that they had at the end of the season. Yes, 30, 36 to 3. No, I think I think Florida State competes with that with Georgia. I, I I think Georgia had two bad games in like three years, like and it happened to be the, the SEC championship game against Alabama, and they still almost won the game. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm probably too much of a Georgia stand at this point to like really give a thing, but I don't think Florida State had a chance. I, I don't they think could, they. they, they I could, think they it would have been a, it would have been a better game than it ended up though. Brandon, thirty players, man. That's that's your starting. Think about this. You got twenty two starters. 30 players. I think you probably get a more entertaining game if you have Florida State, Michigan. Honestly, Florida State, Michigan, I think does better offense. I think so too, because I think, I think. I think uh, Florida's offense probably did would have looked just as Florida State offense would have looked just as bad as Alabama's, but Florida State defense would have looked just as good going against Michigan's offense. Yeah, I think because I, I, yeah. Michigan Michigan's not like a high high scoring high flying team. That's uh, according according to Jim Harbaugh, that's the greatest quarterback in Michigan history. You tell me, <laughs> I'm like wait 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 wait. Now I know Tom Brady didn't light it on fire in Michigan, <laughs> but he still was good. Hell, there's so many quarterbacks I put over him. <laughs> Drew Henson. But, <laughs> but let's yeah, point. Drew Henson. Drew Henson. But let's speak to your point, though. I think they got the four teams right. You couldn't like ask for more entertaining games than they got the mm-hmm. the, the two games they did with Texas and uh, Michigan and Washington and uh, Alabama. Like I don't think you can get more entertaining games than they got. And so I think the NCAA wins again. I mean, everybody had their had their fun trying to get you know trying to push for Florida State being undefeated. But like I don't, yeah. You can't argue with what happened because there's no way to say that if they made the top four, that those play- thirty players still don't sit out. Because all the players who are tra- all the players who are transferring yeah. out have no reason to play. Their scholarships not tied to it. They can't get hurt in that oh, game yeah. and show up to it's show up to a new campus next year. Well, they already uh, got picked up. That was the big issue. Is that when yeah. you're going to transfer, you already got picked up. But don't NCAA. forget, Brandon, Elvis Gerbach is a better passer than this Michigan quarterback now. Elvis Gerbach <laughs> is a better Michigan quarterback. <laughs> well, Chad Henney. Chad Henney was good. He's solid. <laughs> yeah. This guy sucks, man. I mean, he don't suck, but they they Jim Harbaugh hyping him up. I understand why. Who's the dude that Michigan had that, that couldn't throw the ball, but he was a runner? Uh I forgot his name. Denard Robinson. That was Denard Robinson? Yeah, yeah. Denard Robinson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better, um, I, I think he was more this, dynamic. This, but this is simple though. The NCAA, NCAA made the wrong decision, but made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong, true. But it was right. They knew that's what they were true. doing. I you agree. can't have a team that don't have their starting quarterback in <laughs> all on national television and knew they was gonna get Molly Wap. They may have played a good defensive game, but it would have been like maybe 21, 28 to nothing. No, yeah, they made the right decision. And everybody's complaining. I understand it was, it was the wrong thing. You got to. Oh, no, yeah. I think Iowa could have played Michigan, and it would have been the same scripted play out that was uh, with, with Alabama. Alabama, 
didn't deserve to be there. That let's just let's just get that straight. Alabama shouldn't have been there. Oh, they brother, won, what do you say about that, Brandon? Won on a no. last second. What do you say about that, Brandon? Iowa in nothing. Care for Iowa. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not I'm saying. Unless Caden Clark switched switch sports, I ain't putting Iowa up there, Brandon. Alabama wasn't lighting the world on fire. They they had to win some. They got. They probably shouldn't have. They won. got lucky against Auburn. They yeah, probably should have won. They should have lost the Iron Bowl. Yeah. They should have lost. So, the Iron Bowl. so regard like that should have factored in is like whether or not like you know with this whole playoff and then them beating Georgia and fucking up the whole rotation. Like Georgia should have just won. They should have known that if they didn't win, them and Alabama weren't probably gonna make it over an undefeated team. That should just that's just the way it should be. I'm sorry. And if you don't have an SEC team, well, figure out your playoff figure system out, and yes. that bullshit, right? Yeah, you just don't, don't have an SEC don't have the team. championship game. Whatever you need to do. Just don't have an SEC team. That's that. That, that that's what they. I think they. But they could they, not they didn't have, have that the heart. happen. They, they, they didn't have they the heart. Allow that to happen. Well, is, well, isn't the SEC and ESPN? Uh, aren't they contracted out with each other? Yes, I believe so. Because if Georgia else, wins, there's no question. Georgia should have just not lost. But they let that. They lost. They lost. A, they lost to a mediocre, a mediocre. Okay, fucking Alabama team. That Alabama team, you know, uh, was led by Milrow. I liked seeing the brother play, but he he's limited, and their defense ain't as stacked as it used to be. They're right. running their offensive game and their offensive players aren't as stacked as they used to be. So they're you know with the transfer portal and Look, the, the NIA, the NIA, the NIA hurt portal. It the just hurt Alabama yeah. harder than any other team. Well, it's not even NILs. It's just guys are like, hey, I might not make money going to another school, but I know well, no, I can no, transfer no. and not be penalized a year. Uh, yeah. You know, saying to wait, I can just go. And so a lot of these guys went to places where they can now shine. They can earn or be offered. NIL well, this is the thing. But... Why, why go to Alabama if you're a backup? And when another place is offering you more money through an NIL deal, mm -hmm. you so now he, they're not deep like they used to be. Alabama used to be deep. If you think about you think about when Derrick Henry was in the backfield, like when he was a freshman, who else was there? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we could just go down a line. If you start from Mark Ingram and go down the line through their backfield, yeah, they had just every year you'll mm -hmm. see nothing but pro players. Alvin Kamara there, uh, Fat Eddie Lacy there. Uh, you can also Eddie partially Lacey. thank Alabama running backs for the league going veering back away from drafting first round running backs because of all them motherfuckers and, um, and the Eddie Lacy and the Trent Richardsons that they, people were yeah. using the first round picks and they realized, mm -hmm. you know, say it's not worth the first round pick on some of these just like college, like legit running backs that are coming out like it's not working. Running behind some of the offensive lines. Yeah, Alabama's not as deep as it was. The NIL has hurt them. Guys aren't coming there who who were solidifying and making that team deep. They're like, hey, why go here? I might be able to go to Texas A&M and make more money and and be able to play. Right? Yeah. Don't have to compete for my start my position. So, yeah. no, you know. So. But ha but having the four team playoff, you know, one conference is going to have to sit this one out. So again, yes. it was looking like ACC, SEC. Big 12, Pac-12 are going to be the four conferences represented. So mm -hmm. out of those, I forget who would, would be that. One team's going to be out. Now we'll go to the 12-team playoff, which I think is crazy, but it works. And now you get a big feast of teams, and mm -hmm. now it's now it's a crapshoot. It, anybody potentially could win. Now, again, we could get 12 next season. This shit will be chalk again. You get one into a den. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. see, here, I think here's the problem. If we're going to, if they're going to go 12, they need to get rid of all the crappy bowl games, right? Like, let's just stop wasting everyone's time. I, I remember growing up and there, and I'll turn on New Year's Day, there were five bowl games, and that's the only bowl games that matter. Pretty much. Right. Yep. There was always one on Christmas, one on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. There was like three bowl games before New Year's, and then it was only New Year's after that. The that's five it. bowl games that matter. Orange. That's it. Bowls. And you'd have a you'd have a couple sprinkled in like 
from like about the, the, the holiday the bowl always is this yeah, yeah. yeah. the holiday yeah. bowl is always on christmas there was like some other one on new year's eve there was like you said there was a few sprinkled in yeah mm-hmm. one after thanksgiving there were a few sprinkled in and you didn't mind because those teams were still like 10 win teams but once we went to all these bowl games and we're getting teams going in at six and six or, or, or six and seven, it's just bad. I think you need to get rid of the bowl games. Don't wait so long to start these games. Like have the championship game on New Year's Day. Don't well, let that's it. That's the issue with the 12 weeks. team playoff. If, I think it should just be six teams. They should expand to six or eight at the most, honestly. I I'm, said, I, I've always said eight. I I, I was vehement, I'm, vehemently up for eight, eight teams. I'm going to tell you this 12 are going to get some bad matchups, but just give it a few years and it's going to be like the, the basketball tournament. It's going to be like pro football. Oh, you're going to get God. some knockouts here and there. In the beginning, I don't think I I, I think I think you're gonna get you're gonna get Liberty in there getting scraped. You're gonna get a Cincinnati in there getting scraped. You're gonna get these the first couple of years. You're gonna see some really bad teams get scraped up in those first, that first round. You're gonna see some teams that shouldn't be there getting scraped, right? But then you're gonna turn around. I think after that, I think coaches would see how to adjust this, how to play it, how to play the playoffs, how to go on the road and play it. And I think you'll get some you'll get some upsets. We'll get some things that's going to make it exciting. I'm glad he went 12. Can I tell you something? I hate half measures. I hate half measures. Jared did a half measure in our fantasy basketball league. Now, for the last two years, and he was one of the people that that fell victim to this, I told Jared the last two years, like, hey, man, we need to move the playoffs up because fools are resting people way ahead of time. Even the bad teams now are shutting players down. They're shutting rookies down. They're shutting everybody down. And if they're in the playoffs, they're really slowing down their minutes, getting ready. So Jared decided this year he made a change. Thank you, Jared, for making that change. Half measure, though, he moved the playoffs up one week. I was saying go two weeks. So then we wouldn't have – I was like, it's, it should, we sh- our team should look how they look in the beginning of the year, not be full of players that I ain't never heard of at the end of the year, everybody's team, whoever's in the final always has like half their team is players, guys that won't be playing in the NBA next year because they're trying to win. Right. And I felt like college football going to eight teams or six was just a half measure. Let's just throw 12, man. Just throw, just go. I mean, it's, it's not like you're landing half the teams. It's not like hockey back in the day when they had 27 teams and 16 of them make the playoffs. No, this is this just throwing 12 teams and let's rock with the two, two teams get a bye. Whoa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah teams get buys. Um, Is yeah, it top I, four? Top four get it, a buy. Um, yes, I believe so. Yeah, I think top I, four I get a buy. I did it out like uh, on one of my shows. I did it mm-hmm. out where I looked at this year's top twelve teams and I figured it out. Yeah, and I just played it. I think since you would have had you would have had Oregon in Florida State, even though they would might have got Molly Wop, they still would have mm-hmm. they would have had a chance. They would have had a chance probably going against a weaker team too in the first round. So mm-hmm. they you know and and maybe would have saw the upset. Oregon, we would have seen probably Oregon versus somebody that would have been live. You know, so you're looking I mean, at an additional four weeks of football though. I mean, what, what the hell? I mean, once once the last week ends, we get additional eight weeks of BS. No, no, you but I'm get, just saying. But you it, get the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Well, yeah. It, it, you know what the most exciting part about the Duke's Mayo Bowl this year uh, was? <laughs> Between each cut and commercial break, they tried a different flavor of, of mayo on some food. And it was funny because <laughs> one guy could never get his the mayo out, the squeeze bottle. He didn't understand. That told me he had never opened up a mayo bottle before. You know, you got to unpeel that little thing. You take he the top yeah, off. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't know that. Was but that bowl? was the most exciting thing. <laughs> Nah, so, nah, it wasn't a brother. So here's the thing. So we said, so if we look at the current CFP rankings, like as they sit, the top 12 teams, okay, Michigan, Washington, Texas at three, 
Alabama, Florida State, Georgia six, mm-hmm. Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri nine, Penn State, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma. Those so, great games. Th- yeah, I mean Missouri was actually, I think, probably the biggest surprise in the, in the SEC this year. Like Drinkwitz, I didn't think this guy had it in him. To be honest with you, I mean he's actually raised the bar, and yeah. you know, um, Missouri's looking like the Missouri of old. You know, with, with yeah, the back Chase when they Daniel. when they back yeah. when they chased down all them yeah. fools, all them fools that that yeah, Michael Sam been arrested. <laughs> Michael Sam and all the guys that should have been arrested. Who's that receiver they had? Wait, that, that wait, wait a minute. I want to know why Jared just yelled out Michael Sam. Because <laughs> he played for Missouri. <laughs> That's all Jared knows about Missouri football at this point. Jerry Macklin went there. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Macklin. <laughs> they had a bunch of receivers. So who's the one that the Bears drafted? And he was no good and just kept getting in trouble. Uh, that can say that can be six dudes, but I mean we got good games, man. We got good games. If we no, I can 12. see that those being some good games. It's gonna be games. some bad games. Let me tell you. But these bowl games have all been bad. Mm-hmm. All yeah, been th- bad. Yeah, this is what probably. He, I had to agree. I feel like this has been the worst year for bowl games. Some of these bowl games were. Woody, as as as, as as our college, you know, uh, uh, correspondent, knowing more than most of us, I just want to know. Yeah, bowl games. What was one of some of the more bowl games you saw that were just peculiar? Any moments this year? So I talked about the toastery. Was it the the toastery bowl where it was what uh, ODU and uh, my alma mater played Western Kentucky and they pissed that game away. I was not happy about that. Uh, the K State with K State and uh, who the fuck they play? It was the Pop Tarts Bowl. K State and oh, uh, I heard they had some good riz on that. Yeah, that was a that was a decent game. Um, I watched that one and um, yeah, yeah I don't know what the hell are you talking about? Some new slang they came out with. I don't know that. Yeah, he does he on TikTok rich. too much, man. I'll be out there. Jerry, you too old for it. You too old for this. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, I was wondering when, you know what? I really, I really. Kansas State, North Carolina State. K-State and NC State. That was a good game. I thought I was going to go to work and hear Nathan, who's 24 years old, say the word Riz, and I'll be the first time I hear it. No. Who would have known that I'll be the motherfucker 16 years older than Nathan saying Riz before Nathan even has a chance to say it. God damn it, Hey, what happened? Uh, what happened? They don't play the uh, sweet potato bowl and the Jesse Jackson bowl no more. <laughs> they play the General's Fried Chicken Bowl. <laughs> no the short coochie bowl. They raised enough money during uh <laughs> during service no, last Sunday. Yeah, so no, no but the, the HBCU bowls was just be good for the bands. Now, what, what, what was up with them this year? That what, was the celebration happened? bowl. That was uh Cent- uh-huh. NC Central and Howard, I believe, played in that played in that game, and that was a. Uh, I heard that was a good. I didn't see that one. That was like the first game. Was it a good game? Let me tell you. I'm sorry. No, it was Howard and Florida a and I'm sorry. Howard and Florida a and I watched and a actually, little bit of these bowl games. Let me tell you which one I watched. Uh, Duke versus Troy was a. They they were not scoring at all. I did turn to Virginia Tech Tulane, and I expected Tulane to run that, and they got ran. Yeah, I thought uh-huh. Tulane was going to win that too. Tech, t- I've seen much better tech teams to be honest with you. I, I did. I'm, I'm, I and this tech. is not a good tech team. No, this, yeah, you've not, seen better they're tech. Not. They're not bad, but they're not. Tech has definitely had better teams in the past, sure. not this For one. Sure. I saw USC versus Louisville. USC went up there running them with the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that that made Florida State look bad. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Oh, the Oregon one. Yes. Oh that yeah, they out. ran Liberty. They ran Liberty off the field. That was just oof, that was bad. Yeah, I was wondering why they played him against Liberty. I was like, you know, Liberty had a good season, but I'm like, they like this. There's there's a massive difference in uh, 
Oh, oh, then I, I got blown out by Tennessee, right? Iowa, Iowa's yeah, offense oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. wasn't running on all cylinders. <laughs> yeah, they didn't score a single point in college football. Man, that that was was good. I Iowa forgets the Iowa forgets to pack the offense with the jockstrap. <laughs> the uh, Iowa's offensive coordinator was that dude who ran Bishop Sycamore. We running a Bishop Sycamore offense. I, I was I was hoping that I could have seen the. Uh, Was there a Popeye's bowl this year? <laughs> you know what? They should have one, and this guy should sing the national anthem. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> and get him a year's supply of Popeye's. <laughs> and that's how you pay him. Yeah, well, you give all, all the players. You, you give all oh, the players coupons. The only Popeyes. problem is they got to go pick it up. You know, Popeye's, <laughs> the only place I know, the Popeye's in Berkeley was remodeling. Totally, completely closed down. Complete remodel, re-roof, redoing stucco. They had like plastic up on all the windows. Yet was somehow still selling chicken off the back of Popeyes. Mm -mm. Make no damn sense. Hey. Hey, we hey, saw hey, homeless hey, doing hey, chicken. Hey, we were Popeyes. You ain't worried about none of that. <laughs> kitchen was open. Kitchen was open. Kitchen was <laughs> open, yeah, yeah, but the rest areas, of it was closed. When you're in certain urban areas, you got to have the kitchen open. You you know what happened? Dude, you, you know how much asbestos you, was going in that chicken? Man, if you know what happened, if you don't give you Negroes Popeyes every day, <laughs> y'all start stealing catalytic converters. <laughs> That's where you go to get your catalytic converter stone. Wait, what kind of converter? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's catalytic. <laughs> it's that is. <laughs> yeah, what is it called, Pedro? It's called a Cadillac converter. This magic moment. <laughs> Wasn't Benny King the one that sang Stand By Me? Yep. Yes. Benny King. His hair was nappy as hell in that video, but he sang the <laughs> shit out that song. That's all I remember. Didn't have the right comp. Benny King sang the shit out that song, Siri. <laughs> Look, it actually picked up what I said. <laughs> well, anyways. Uh, what? Oh, that's my Siri. That's your Siri. What the fuck not you mine. Talking about? My Siri. My Siri. She trying to play. She trying to play Damian Marley now because I said that. Damn it! Stop. Uh, what do you got? Who do you guys got in the uh, in the college football playoff uh, final? You guys taking Washington, or you think uh, Harbaugh is going to be able to pull it through and then jettison to the league to the NFL? I'm starting to think maybe Michigan is going to win this because Harbaugh Harbaugh knows all the play calls. He's got uh, spies and agents. He's not going to lose this. Yeah, he can't lose this. Life depends on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Ghost, I'm hoping the ghost of Billy Joe Hobart and Mark Brunell. I don't know why I'm saying the ghost because this motherfucker play better than both of them. I'm hoping you dub win it and that Billy Joe Hobart, Mark Brunell, back when Washington won their last national and only national title with Don James as the coach. When he um when Don James was the coach of the U-Dub and said and he and he went in there and, and Mark Brunell was the starting quarterback and got hurt and had to finish the year off of Billy Joe Hobart and they had a shared national title. And they won a national title, U dub. I'm going U dub for the Pac 12s last year, go out with the bang. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, Brandon, what about you? Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, is gonna win. Uh, I think Washington's Washington's front seven is pretty good, but their DBs are not gonna be able to cover Michigan's wide receivers, even though the quarterback suspect could throw. So, like, I think is <laughs> that quarterback will be able to get them the ball? That's the but, but, but the thing about Washington, they play too many close games, and I think Michigan wins those games in a way. You like think Michigan? A, wait, Washington's undefeated. They win close games. They're gonna Mich- no. They, Michigan, they Michigan had one close game, and that was this past week. Brandon, they had the worst fucking schedule. Look at Michigan's schedule. Mrs. Schedule, Michigan. I'm surprised they didn't. Michigan didn't play teams that were playing in the Popeye Bowl in the regular season. That was one of the softest schedules I ever seen in my life. And usually, usually I talk crap about Alabama and SEC schedules, but I give them a little leeway because usually Alabama's good about scheduling, uh, even though it's neutral field, they'll schedule one tough game beginning of the year. So they'll take their loss early, but then they also get, and then they'll schedule a couple of cream puffs during the year. But at least they got that hard ass conference. Michigan's. Played nobody in out of conference. This was one of the worst non out of conference. You're trying to say they win close game. No, Washington. Michigan wins. beat a vaunted Iowa All right. team. All right, let, let me put it this way: Michigan <laughs> gives up points, or Washington gives up points. They do, and, and, they score the, points. and, and their defense is not going to. Their their offense. Their offense is not going to score enough points against Michigan's defense. That's what people kept saying all year. That's what people been saying all year. Dude, they gave up. All right, here's the thing. Let's 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 look at. It. They gave up 31 through, to Oregon. Let's go through Michigan. 41 to Washington be, State. And 20 to like, Oregon State. But you act like Michigan Utah. Score. You act like Michigan 42 to USC. You act like, like these, Michigan. Like these are these are teams points. that are not. Don't, that don't, are not. USC now. USC, we know how to offense, right? Now the Oregon, the Utah, you had. They gave up 28 to Utah. Okay. They get, they get 32 to Cal. I was playing Cal. California, Berkeley. <laughs> hey, Cal scored almost fifty on USC. So, uh, but listen, let's go. Let's go over Michigan's schedule. East Carolina, which they only scored thirty. UNLV, both home uh, and Bowling Green, and Rutgers, who is now in a conference. They start off with them th- four cream puffs, all at home. Four home games, and only one of them did they score over forty points. No, none of those games in the beginning they scored over forty. They scored forty against Nebraska and against Minnesota, also not good teams. Fifty against Indiana, we know not a good team. Then they play Michigan. This was the weakest schedule I've seen all year. So Just because the Ohio State's the only close game. That was their closest game. That is the formula for Six getting to the national championship. They won the game. That so the formula is to play. But the problem is, this is also what happened to Michigan last year. They played a cream puff schedule, and then they went in and got ran by one of the worst coach teams in the world, TCU, led by Sonny Dykes, and got ran because they weren't used They weren't used to playing t- tougher talent. Yeah, man. I'm just saying. I'm I, saying know, I know it's your Mich- prediction, Mich- Brandon. Mich- I know I'm shitting on your prediction. Hey man, it don't mean shit when when my prediction is true, man. Whatever you say, <laughs> it's all good. Tomorrow, tomorrow when I text you, hey man, <laughs> well, you gonna be texting? The game start, what time the game starts? Hey, what, what, what's that? What size cockering do you think Jim Harbaugh wears? So I can send it to him in your name. I'm gonna... <laughs> uh, in other news, Chris Paul broke his hand. And the Warriors, <laughs> we knew that was coming. Well, eighteen right? point leading against the Denver Nuggets, and uh, they just keep finding ways to lose. But Draymond's on his way back. Uh, and, Charles and they Martin. lost for twenty. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, uh, they lost by twenty today. 
They would be. They were getting beat by twenty. Like five minutes left. I don't know. I don't know if it's right, today. This is today, Brandon. They played Toronto. Damn, they lost to Toronto by that much. Damn, that's gonna fuck over my over my fantasy team, man. Because I have to go against Scotty Barnes. I mean, he went off. Uh, Damn. Yeah, one thirty. Now I'm pissed off right now. And uh, Charles Barkley had this to say about the Warriors. People, when I said the first night this team is cooked, they were cooked, and they still are. They're not going to make the playoffs. You know, what happened was Steph went crazy in game seven against the Kings, and that's the only reason they beat the Kings. The Kings had a better team. The problem with the Warriors, and I said it three years ago, I said, if these young guys can't play, they're done. That was Wiseman, Kaminga. You have two top five picks, five or six picks. They have to come in and be able to contribute. Those guys have not contributed. Dre's not the same. Clay's not the same. And Steph can't explode. He can't be consistent at his age to cover up all their weaknesses. They have no size. They're past their prime. And like I say, Wiseman was the key. When you get the number two pick in the draft, he's got to play. Man, Jared, man, these fools lost. Scotty Burns had. I was like, I looked at fantasy and I went up by another another stat. I'm like, I'm up 92 now. Scott, yeah, nothing ask Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes played horrible. He only had six points shooting three for 11. Didn't do anything else in the other categories. That's right? I can probably ate him up. Siakam didn't even eat him up. Siakam had 16 points, seven for 11. Not bad. Six rebounds, six assists. Uh, RJ Barrett ate him up, dude. RJ Barrett had 37 on him, Jared. RJ Barrett, your favorite player, had 37 <laughs> points against the Warriors, six rebounds, six assists. He gets high One sometimes. <laughs> RJ Barrett, Jared, five from eight for three. They ain't got no D. Dennis Schroeder, they gave up too much. Dennis Schroeder had 13 in 27 minutes. Are the Barrett Warriors have 14? When, when are you gonna join the fire, Steve? Keep Steve Kerr. Are the Warriors? Yeah, I've, 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 I've called Steve Kerr. Jared, your boy Bouchard, Bouchard, whatever his name is, has yeah. 17 points in 16 minutes, dude. Yeah, seven for seven. Everything they got no size, dude. They got no size. This dude was seven for seven, Jared, with 17 points, nine rebounds in 16 minutes, dude. <laughs> That's called efficiency, my friend. But you're right. They got no size, dude. Yeah, are the Warriors cooked? And my other question is, is Clay Thompson's career no, he played in well hospice? No, nah, I mean, he just he, he don't deserve a lot of money right now. I'll pay him just to keep him on the team, man. I like Clay. Clay had this to say after a conversation with Steve Kerr. We had a conversation about just enjoying this last chapter of my career and how lucky I truly am to still be playing this game and do it at a high level and being a better mentor for these young guys, leading by example and having my energy right every game. And he helped me realize when I do have negative energy, how that affects the team in a poor manner. So we had a great conversation that just helped me change my whole mindset and just to enjoy being in this Warriors uniform and appreciate what we built because it's such a rare opportunity for any professional athlete to be a part of so much success and to try and pass that torch to the younger guys and keep this thing going. Yeah. Here we go. Come on. I let Brandon go first on this. Sounds like Steve Kerr basically just said, you ain't going to play no more. Come on, man. If you don't get your shit together. <laughs> he put on a good face, but like you, all right, that's what he said, right? Steve Kerr said, hey, man, no, he's not right. <laughs> you, you get shit together. 
And it basically it sounds like Steve Kerr had the conversation with him that he should have had with fucking Draymond. Like, he's doing the sounds backwards. <laughs> he, he, doing with the, he doing it with the guy that's going to figure it out, right? He's doing it with, with, with the guy that ain't going to punch somebody. He's doing yeah. He's like, hey, This is the conversation he should have been having with Draymond last year. Last year. He's back. He's behind <laughs> on this conversation. Am I right, Brandon? He's right. a year off. That's, that's, how, that's how crazy it is. <laughs> He should have had this conversation when he came back. Whatever year that he came back off that uh, ankle injury and that knee injury or whatever. They should have known something was going to sums up when Steve, uh, I mean, Stephen Curry had to win that uh, championship by himself. Yes. Yeah, no, no, Jordan Poole Clay, ball. Clay Thompson. They, 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 they did the, hey, he didn't win that by himself because your boy, uh, what's the Canadian? No, uh, uh, no, what's wrong? Yeah, he did. He did ball that series. <laughs> I too. think Clay tore no. his Achilles and his, and his, and his ACL. Yeah, ACL, yeah. Is the ACL and then the Achilles? And then the Achilles, yeah. ACL on the right knee, Achilles on the left, or, or on like the that. left, left leg, something. No like matter. That. Yeah, one on each leg. Yeah, but no, that when, when Clay beat Boston, oh, they all beat, I like how Wiggins balled out against Boston. He led him in rebounding. Jordan Poole won one of those, what was it, game four? Game four was Jordan Poole's game. He basically won that one for the Warriors. I mean, it was a collection of things. A collection uh, of things. Steph took over at the end. Steph took over at the end. Yeah, but he was also constantly just like good throughout the whole series too. No, he was the, great. He was yeah, great. No, in the he series. was great. He was because there had been final series. I mean, he before. wasn't like crazy great, no, like like he Michael was, Jordan great or Magic yeah. Johnson great, but he was great. But he was the best player on the court uh, a lot yes. of that, a lot of that series, and that's I that's agree. the difference. Whereas in some of the previous championships, he wasn't the best player on the court. No, none of them. He was the best player um, on the court, and so and that, that was the first championship series where he was the best player on the court. Yeah. And the other ones, LeBron was the best player, even yeah, in, it it, no matter who or won. It was KD, or it's arguable that it was KD. Yeah, it was, like, and if it, when it was KD was the best player, then LeBron was the second best. Yeah. Like, he was never even the first or a second. Even in that first series at the Warriors run, he wasn't the first or second best. Yeah. All right, man, we're missing the point. Is it time to admit Steve <laughs> is not think, a good coach? I've been calling into question Steve Kerr's ability. I said he's great. He's I good think, at managing. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. I'll tell he came you what, into guys. a perfect situation. He, he He's Phil Jackson, but without the ability. Phil Jackson still had to kind of build Chicago up. Like when Phil Jackson took over Chicago, yes, Jordan was there. He was part. He was the one that drafted Pippen and, and Horace Grant. He had to still kind of develop those two guys. Like Kerr came in with the team that was already ready to go. He didn't have to develop anybody. It was ready to go. It was deep. And there's it a lot of coaches that go that have that build their whole name off one team, and yeah. some of them don't even go coach anywhere else. Or they might go to one no. other place. It's about that era that that group. It's about the semblance of those yeah. players. Are you the right coach for these players in this time? And, and he, he was. was. Is he most coaches and especially in the NBA? You'll see. You'll find out the guys that can develop talent or can't develop talent. There's no, a lot yeah. of coaches that don't know how to incorporate their talent, especially ones that you think would, you know, these advanced offensive minds or these, these guys like Don Nelson couldn't develop talent. Mm -hmm. If you fit what he wanted to do, then he would bring you in. And you could you could be fucking some dude that was playing basically playing in the G League, but you do a skill set that he likes. And he'll fit you in there, right? But he wasn't developing the rookies. And, and and Steve Kerr's question. No, yeah, Don Nelson also struggled with rookies. So like it. I've questioned him over the last several years. And I've even said once Jerry West left, it was all up to the brain trust of, you know, saying Bob Myers and Steve Kerr's input. Like, this is where you're going to see more of what they're actually bringing in. And they're not bringing in anybody that's really been changing the game for him. Now, they got Dunleavy in there now. Uh, they drafted Pajemski and they drafted two guys that played a lot of college ball. So they drafted guys that, it's a safe pick, guys that are going to be able to come in and contribute. A little more ready, a little more coachable. Yeah. Yeah. So 
we'll see if these guys can don't help. have a big peak, but still, you know what they can do. If they can help extend extend this run for these guys. But yeah, I think Clay's Clay is at the point where he, he like that was the most articulate thing I've ever heard Clay Thompson say. That was that really was, and, and, and I was just like, wow, that was really. It was a good speech by Kerr too. It yeah, was a good speech by Kerr. The fact that. Kerr could talk to him and then have him come out and say something that was like, we got four rings. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. We got four rings. You know, I was like, I was, or holy guacamole, Batman. Like, whatever he says. That was that was tight. So, But I, I do think Clay is having a, a come-to-Jesus moment. He is he is seeing the light, and he's seeing his career being beamed slowly. That, that, that light is getting brighter, and there's a there's a magnetic attraction to his his game. Well, I imagine having all those surgeries coming back on those surgeries, still gonna have soreness in the area. No, no, it's, it's, it's hard to keep up with these kids. All they're doing is running to the three point lines, yeah. jacking up shots. Well, yeah, he's not, he can't consistently. Yeah. Play the fact that well, he was able to come yeah. back and be part of the championship and be an integral part, he wasn't the same part that he was in the first couple, but he was, he was an integral part of what they did. Like that was that was a cool thing because like we kind of forget like especially with the pandemic and everything like the Warriors went through like they had their run and then it crashed pretty hard pretty quickly with injuries KD getting injured Clay getting injured KD then leaving Clay missing a whole year getting injured while trying to rehab and missing in a whole another year basically so there was a two year period where the Warriors were bad and that's how they got that those picks or the second year they kind of made a little they you know they jitterbug their way into being decent but like. There was that window where like they had their low and they rebuilt and clay was a big part of that and it, it's dope for his career I, I i do appreciate him being able to see that and maybe that will help better like get these guys to say hey yeah and also you know that thing called a contract don't ask for that much money if you want to stay here <laughs> yeah it's like hey bro no, like no, you man. are on the back end bro we can't pay like we can pay you but we're not they gonna won't, pay you no they will overpay him than the other people pay him no, probably yeah, and that's the thing he needs to realize. Like, take the money that you're gonna get here, finish your career here, but like, leave right. wiggle room to get yeah. younger, better players in here, hopefully, or somebody else in here that can uh, help y'all. Because y'all, right, but the, it's, it's but the, the question is, is it are they cooked? And, and once again, I'm coming back to Steve Kerr, not not playing <laughs> the place. The reason why Jordan Poole got to be Jordan Poole, who was able to help them in the finals, because he played the whole year before that. Like, that's the reason why he was good. Every game, like, they're, they're sitting Kaminga, they're sitting Moody. They come in, they score 10 points. All right, cool. Hey, we're going to put our guys back in. Like, there's no reason for Steph Curry to be to be playing 35 minutes a game. There's no reason for Clay to be playing that many minutes a game. If you don't have the players, you got to make the moves to get other players in the game to develop them, right? Like, and that's the thing. Because you're losing these games anyway. Like that's the thing. Like you're playing these games, these hard, all these guys, these hard minutes, these older guys, these hard minutes, and you're still losing. Like the benefit that benefit doesn't benefit them. Steph Curry's not gonna get better because he's out there for 35 minutes instead of 30. Like, but Kabinga gets better, Moody gets better, Pazinski yeah. gets better, everybody else gets better by by playing more, except for the guys you have out there the most. Yeah. At some <laughs> point, like you gotta basically say, Hey, let's get these guys ready. Because even if we, if we if we play these guys and we win, they'll be ready for the playoffs. If we play these guys and lose, we'll be ready for we'll be ready for next season, or at the very least, know what we got. And that's the reason why it's been hard for uh, Golden State to attract free agents. Because like Steve Kerr has a reputation not playing guys. Javale McGee has come out and said that. Dave West come out and say like, Hey, wait, they said to do what? Oh, like not like as far as free agents, it's hard to be like a, a role player on the worst because you just never know where you're going to actually get in the game because he'll play like feel like he did really well, and then he won't play for the next two games. Or you'll go in and you'll be like, all right, I got I got 15 minutes today. I got five or six. Yeah, there's their idea of strength in numbers, but like 
it's erratic at best for somebody who's not going to be playing regularly because they heavily depend on the on their on their top four guys to play the most minutes or whatever. And I think they've they've been uh, they've been uh, it's been a luxury to have somebody like Kevin. Kevon Looney, who like doesn't really like who doesn't seem to complain about how many minutes he plays. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of like, oh, hey, we're gonna take you, like, oh, you're gonna play five minutes, just make sure you get your your starting streak up, but then you're gonna sit down the rest of the game because we're gonna have Draymond at the five and we're gonna put <laughs> and we're gonna put or uh, who and we're gonna and we're gonna you know, we're gonna let uh who's the guy from last year with the afro? But anyway, we're gonna let these, you know, these two-way players, <laughs> you know, play 26 minutes tonight instead of you. Like they, like they, it's been a luxury for them. But I think the guys they should have been playing the top the top picks they have, Kerr hasn't been playing. Um, I'm talking a lot about the Warriors right now, but yeah, yeah you think... know what? I'm just gonna say this: Steve Kerr, we've questioned him. He's proving that he's having a hard time developing this young talent, or has had it. And the Warriors have always been good because they play a team dynamic style ball, like where the ball is moving. The players that are hardest to guard, and this is something that I was arguing with a uh, shout out to Todd about, is like. The, the difference between Steph and a lot of other kind of like superstars that close out games or like, you know, you when crunch time is that Steph is like smaller. He's he's a he's six three. He's not a six six, six eight, six ten ball handling person that can get a shot closer to the rim or or threaten in a way that that, you know, those guys can. So when it's closeout time, he can't get the same high percentage shots as easily as some of the other greats. So like when the Warriors start going just iso ball where they're trying to get it to Steph and do some kind of screen and get a switch and let him work. Like that it works. He's really good at that still, but it's not necessarily as efficient or effective as some, certain other stars as if like where Jordan was to do it or Kobe or LeBron or whoever, who had KD, right? Cause those guys have an advantage of being taller, longer and the short, the distance to travel to get to the hoop and be efficient is less than it is for Steph Curry. So, that also plays against them because he's smaller. You can blitz him with a double team, get the ball out of his hands. I think the Warriors need to like continue to be good as like in spurts, get him the ball, let him go one on one. But then other times, continue to play him off the ball. Like that is what makes that it's way harder to guard. The whole team has to be paying attention versus one person or two people that are in the vicinity of the screen and roll. Right, the whole team really has to pay attention when Steph is running around, moving around. And if you have other good ball handlers that can make good passes, Chris Paul's injured, so we're going to see. Like, that's no, what they, allows they, you to close they, out they games. But they've been doing that with Chris Paul handling the ball and Steph playing off the ball, and they're getting killed because, like, they're both too small, or they're both small guards. And even though Chris Paul can pass the ball, like, that's not the What have I told you about? Well, you already an undersized unit, and you playing with two undersized guard like what i say about portland when portland was there what i say about seattle in the 90s with hersey hawkins and, and your boy uh what's his name uh yeah, Gary Payne. you know what I'm saying what i take like there's there's teams that have these good duo guards situation the warriors couldn't win they knew they couldn't win with monte and steph playing together because you can't have two guys that are six three trying to guard wings and other point guards that are six five and six six and bigger uh, like you can't I, do I, that i'm not so, gonna, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give the warriors that much credit because they ain't had before that, they hadn't won too much. He'd be like, hey, we had to get back to winning. Like, no, that wasn't a thing <laughs> they were trying to get back to. <laughs> they're trying to get back to winning, but they're, they're doing it in ways that have conventionally is the reason why they traded and gave the team to Steph and said, Monte, move him on. Let's get Bogut in here. Let's go more traditional. They also played a team ball where they had a good rotation of players. Mark Jackson probably was better with the rotations uh, than maybe Steve Kerr uh 
uh, was with like consistency. But but the Warriors were always built by the strength and numbers mantra because they played their stars played that kind of ball where anybody can kind of piece in and they everyone just flows. You have good IQ guys, good veterans, and everyone kind of piece in. And they run this offense that is hard to guard because you can, they have great shooters and they can score in any way because the ball moves around. Now they're going more ISO with Steph at times and. I'm just like you guys. Just keep playing your game. Just keep moving the ball around. You not. You ain't got. Yeah. It's hard when you when you when your best mismatch is the smallest dude on the court. That's it. Cutty corner shoutouts. Cutty corner shoutouts. Cutty corner shoutouts. Similar in the show where everyone gets a chance to rank and play how it's in the positive world. Cutty corner shoutouts. Cutty corner shoutouts. It's time. It's time. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, uh, my Cutty Corner shout out, I've mentioned it before it passed, I don't know how many years ago, but I'm going to bring this up again because it, it hit me hard this uh, week, this past couple weeks during this winter break. Um, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to men who can't, who, who don't, who are ashamed, too ashamed to pee in urinals. I need men, the urinals are designed for us to pee in. Because guess what? At different ages, and I understand if you're you're a kid, you're too small, you can't reach it, whatever. But once you can reach that motherfucker, pee in the urinal, man. You know, I understand sometimes this dream don't come out straight. Sometimes it come out too hard and fast and powerful. It bounces different places, right? That's why the urinal is wide. It's designed for that. It's designed to catch your pee. Now, uh, the reason I'm saying this is because so I was flying back from L.A. after Christmas on a Thursday morning and uh, I opted not to eat at my parents' house because I was like, you know what? Now I'm just going to get ready and go straight to the airport. Me and my sister, she dropped me off. I was worried it was going to be crowded. The shit was empty, man, for some reason. It was empty. I mean, I didn't even fly out early in the morning. I mean, I got to the airport at like 830. And I mean, like I'm talking about TSA was empty. Uh, the me next to some like Persian or some she was Middle Eastern, some model. She couldn't speak English too well. Didn't didn't understand the shit either. She ended up being on my plane. I knew she didn't understand it because she always kept trying to line up with the wrong group and everything else. But anyway, it was easy to go through. But there was a lot of people, typical LAX by the food thing. I didn't eat at my parents. I got to the airport two hours ahead of time. I said, okay, I'm gonna get me a cup of coffee. Got me a mocha and a spilling half of it. So shit. Got me a bagel that was just not that good. So I went back and got a coffee to pour into the other half of the mocha I still had left. So here I am drinking all this, and then all of a sudden, my 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 you know this winter break, my family they eat a little differently. Had my stomach a little different. Had my my blood sugar levels going different. So I end up having. I was on the phone with my sister, and I said, you know what? I got to use the bathroom. I'm gonna call you back. So I go in the men's bathroom. My 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 stomach was bubbling. Right. I go into a toilet, and I hate the fact that I got to sit there and clean the toilet seat off. As I'm pinching my asshole tight before I could drop a deuce because there is pee all over the toilet seat because guys aren't peeing in the urinal. And then the worst part about it is that I use most of the toilet paper to clean the toilet seat up and then lay some paper down. All the concentration it takes 
whenever you got the guts and then you over there producing, you know, let's let me be real. My body was producing chocolate soup at that point. <laughs> right just straight chocolate soup and at that point i got someone in the, the stall next to me i'm trying to concentrate so i don't get too much blowback too much mm-hmm. splashback right because the lord knows how hard it's gonna be for me to get up with my pants down and go wash my ass in the sink hell y'all don't give a shit about me i'm gonna need a sponge bath. so i'm trying to concentrate trying to trying to Get this chocolate soup out of my body slowly and not as fast as it wants to come, right? But meanwhile, I'm still pissed off at the fact that I had to clean the goddamn toilet seat off. And I barely made it. I barely made it. I don't know what I would have done if I ended up shitting a little bit on myself. <laughs> For starters, I was going to have to throw my underwear away. He a man. Right? I don't know what else to do after that. They don't sell underwear in the airport. I already <laughs> checked my luggage in. And I'm like, do I have to start carrying like a pair of clean underwear in my in my my in my backpack now for the airport? Because motherfuckers don't want to sit there and pee in the pee in the pee in the toilet. I gotta clean a sink off, the toilet seat off before I could take a shit. She wears underwear with dick holes in them. So men out there, pee in the urinal, man. Who cares what size? It's uncomfortable for everybody. Who cares what size your dick is? I don't care your shit's a any. Right. I ain't looking. I just got to pee. You got to pee. Fuck it. Back in the day. I don't know if this is the new age guys. It's the oak. I don't know who afraid to pee in the fucking urine. Let me tell you, back in the day, you went to Dodger Stadium. It was one long ass trough. We basically was peeing on each other. Pee in the goddamn urinal, man. You'll <laughs> save people a break. You'll keep people from shitting on themselves. I'm telling you, dude, I was in there and I was in there for a minute, man. Straight liquid coming off. I mean, all that fucking coffee, all that fucking so-called, the so-called avocado toast they serve at the airport. And the sad part is I was talking shit about the, the, the coffee bean cafe. I went to another cafe. I don't know what it was. It was everything. It was the Raleigh's I had the night before. It was the Yard House jambalaya I had. Could have been the jambalaya I had the day before from the Yard House. Tastes hella good, but uh, I just knew it wasn't going to have my shit sitting right. I don't know much about crack, but it seems like a lot of crack. It seems like uh, a real lot of crack. There was no solid piece in there. It was just, it was, it was bad, man. It was all bad. And the bathroom in LAX was nice too. In the Southwest wing, opened the door and had a big ass hook. I was able to put my jacket, my backpack and my breathing machine and hang it up. Guess what? Didn't have to worry about getting pissed on them because they hung up. But if I sit down on the seat, I'm going to get pissed all over my ass. I have been having a very bad day. Men, use the urinal. That's what it's for. I'm done. Pedro, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yep, this is going into the Lakers, man. This is going into the Lakers. Like LeBron said, everybody's talking about people's like, oh, man, they, what are you talking about? What's going on? They won the end, the end season tournament. It was just, what was it, four games they won out of the how many games did they play? And then one of those games didn't count, the one that the, 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 the brought the championship. Lakers management from top to the coaching, from top to the coaching, <laughs> has been piss poor, piss poor, okay? Piss poor, okay? It's 20% management, including LeBron James, right? There's 20% Rob Palenka. 
The other, the other 60% of their failure has to do with Darvin Ham. Nigga can't coach. Nigga can't coach, Robert. Oh, shit. Here we go. Two on two. Some real combat shit. Do they know they fuck with? This is no guns. All pro. All state. You know what I'm saying? Apollo legend. On the sideline with his hands in his pocket. Makes no adjustment. Well, he got the, his best defensive lineup in. Offensive lineup. Like Gil, Gil said. Gilbert Ren said this. You got niggas in the game starting to average 1.5 points a game. They got a dog! And it's simple math. You go with the team that got you to the playoffs last year. Why are you playing Rui Hachimura 15 minutes a game? And you play Torian Prince 30 minutes a game or 28 minutes a game. Why are you playing D'Lo 21 minutes a game? And you're playing... Cam Reddish, 18, 20 minutes a game. No, 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 no. See, tonight when the Lakers won, they hand forced because they had to play D-Lo because everybody else is hurt. You have to play your offensive people. Defensive people come second. The league is all they're doing is shooting threes anyway, so you have to keep up. You have to be able to keep up. If the, the guys that play defense can't give you absolutely nothing on offense – you can't play those people. Oh, and by the way, the five out. Anthony Davis is not Giannis in Tupacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopacopac
Uh, yeah, I got two quick ones here. Um, besides the, uh, here, let me remember. Oh yeah, so I don't know if this goes in Mr. Bernard's neighborhood or not, but um, so I was at uh. You only so play the jingle. Play? Let's, let's play that music just to get it done. Yeah, you can't music. say that and not get the jingle, no, no, Brandon. Get the jingle. That's not how things work here, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's got a special cutting corner shout out and. Maybe a Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. Oh, we're here for another installment of Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Brennan's got some neighbors. Could, would you, could you shit in my yard? Oh, yes. Won't you be my nigga? Now, I don't know if this was uh, Pedro's cousin or a long lost relative working at Walmart this past week uh so we decided to mix it up right sometimes i like to live dangerously so we ain't go to target this time we're going to take the girls <laughs> to to walmart to get a couple things and it really is a different culture at walmart like i people say that online but it really is a different culture uh at walmart so we get there we're there for like an hour we buy ten dollars worth of stuff because my girls want to buy asks for everything and i gotta say no a million times so we get to, we time to check out. There's there's three people working. There's 16 lines. There's like three lines, and all the lines are just super long. I'm like, shit. Do I really need this stuff? I was like, yeah, we're gonna stand in this fucking line. So we're standing there. Like we're next. So like there's somebody like um, taking a really long time at the cash register. There's somebody in front of me, and then there's us. So we're like, so we're waiting. So the person who's checking out is done. Or is just like really taking a long time. And so one of the, ca- the cashier comes up and he says, Hey, you come follow me. I'm going to open up two aisles down. I was like, Okay, bet. Thank you. Uh, I start walking down, but the people in front of me, like they start moving, like they're going to go down there too. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, yeah, you guys are in front of me. Yeah, you go ahead. I only got a couple things. And she's like, Nah. I said, You <laughs> come with me down here. Oh, and she's like, These Mexicans think they're going to come here and tell me what to do. And I was oh, like, shit. Oh, no. I was like, what? Nobody punking nobody here. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I run this here, okay? They 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 just gonna come over here and tell me how I'm gonna run my dial. No, I told I told you to come, so you come. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's talking to me. She's like, she's like, man, she gave my kids like two big ass candy bars. She's like, yeah, man, all these motherfucking Mexicans coming here and like doing all this stuff. And I'm like, no one needs to know about this. I don't know if I'm, oh. I'm not being an ally right now because I'm not saying shit about it. <laughs> Is this a white or a black person? A black, a black lady. Okay, black lady. Okay, okay. And I'm like, thank you for that because this has really taken a long time. I'm ready to leave the store. She could smell, oh, she could smell your, you for the your racial disgust from that whole parking lot fiasco pseudo nigga moment Brandon almost had. <laughs> Spitting on cars. Spitting on people's hey, door hand, all hey, four of them. Hey, I just want to make sure they knew I was upset. <laughs> but, uh, so I did not feel like a very good ally in this situation. I was like, oh, well, well thank you for opening up. Appreciate your hard work. Happy New Year. Thanks for the candy bars. My girls are, are going to really like that. Um, but yeah, I was really, I was like, dude, I don't know what I was supposed to do in that moment. I don't know if I was just supposed to be like, hey, no, nah, man. And Drive Brandon, to you, man. and now <laughs> you can identify with how every white person during the dark periods of America that they want to make great again felt. <laughs> 
okay. They don't know how to. They don't know how to take it. Do I? Do I not take this privilege and these benefits at the expense of those darkies? Why not? <laughs> Shit. Or do I buy some of these niggas and beat them to death because they? Can, I can't. Maybe things are looking up for me finally. Let's go, lady. You know they. You know they selling niggas over there. Did you say Happy White Juneteenth? Happy New Year and Happy White Juneteenth. To get your ass kicked, you know you made it. Yeah, man, comment, comment. Let me know what I should have done. Should I just went to another line and waited another 45 minutes? Should I let the uh, Hispanic-looking uh, or identifying family go in front of me? Like, hey, man, like, <laughs> what? Should, or should I just stay in the same line? It's like, nah, we're good here. I'm not sure what I should have did, but I got out of there 20 minutes faster than I would have if I would have stayed where I was, so... Shout out to that lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, whatever she's working through, she gets through it. And uh, let us <laughs> love her about it. Sound like she ain't working through shit, Brandon. Where she want to be? Yeah, any type of solidarity is worth having. Uh, sometimes it comes with certain stipulations you weren't ready for, but it was solidarity nonetheless, Brandon. I, Some I people are more down for the cause than others. <laughs> <laughs> All right, revolution. Take care. My cutty corner shout out is a positive one. I'm gonna try and. Focus on positive ones this year as best I can. Oh, shit, man. Um, you go like how, you know, you look like a young Carrie Belafonte without your mustache. Yeah, you know, I had to, <laughs> had to shave it off New Year, just shave it off and see, see what my upper lip is still look decent enough. It look all right. I don't know. I might have to grow my little fake Fu Manchu thing out again. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, Francis Ngannou, he's my positive cutting corner shout out. This brother had a great year in 2023. He broke away from the UFC, took his time, made a splash, got a record-breaking fight contract, guaranteed fight contract outside of the UFC, and then also got to box and make even more money than he would have made. And now has signed a fight with Anthony Anthony Joshua, a very winnable fight because he could be knocked out. (laughs) But also like one of the bigger heavyweight names in boxing and still a champion. So he's parlayed not being a company man to the UFC, which has some antitrust stuff, in my opinion, quite obviously, um, and not being controlled by the largest fighting, he, he was able to play the game and still maintain his own integrity, being a good dude overall. And Eric Nixick, his boxing coach, came out and said that, you know, he paid him his his fair rate and then some that gave him money that, could, that you know, changed his life, you know, changed his world. Uh, how he can, you know, take care of his family, and he's doing things in a in in a in a time in a system where it's so easy for these stars to be gobbled up, these athletes, these entertainers to be gobbled up and consumed by the by the companies that thrive and need their their talent, and instead of succumbing to, you know, the the wills of it or you know being small when he is such a big person in 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 reality like he 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 matched up his physical nature with his what he's showing as a human being and and as like a a human spirit so i give that brother all the kudos in the world just don't do any goofy crazy shit don't 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 you know just don't yeah don't do nothing that's gonna make us regret don't no conspiracy theories please in 2024 no uh no no home issues please in 2024 and uh yeah man just keep doing your thing man got a boxing match coming up he still got a 10 10 million dollar guaranteed fight with the pfl whenever he goes back and um yeah man 
doing his thing. It's, it's tight to see. So keep an eye out. Francis Ngannou, look at what he did to break away from the UFC. Other UFC fighters, other MMA fighters, look at the singularity that is Francis Ngannou and, you know, give him his kudos and be, like, inspired by it. But also know that's probably not going to be almost none of y'all. <laughs> so don't try and be like Francis Ngannou. Use this as a sign that, hey, one out of every so many thousand of us can do what Francis Ngannou do. Um, the rest of us need to start getting a union and uh, collectively bargain something as a as you are. You got to register with the state athletic commission, uh, whatever, to get a license to fight in whatever state. You know what? That that automatically you part of some kind of collective bargaining that's going to get y'all paid and get y'all some some kind of future stuff, whether it's health care or protections down the road. And, and, and especially for the big, big tiers, you know, what I'm saying shit can be collectively bargained for the minor leagues, too. But we talking about UFC, well, Bellator, I think it's gone, PFL, okay, whatever it might be. Y'all ain't going to be Francis Gano. He is proven to be great. But y'all can get something better than the dog scraps y'all getting. Of 15% of the revenues by the UFC, so we do, do better. Anyways, shout out to Francis Ngannou, sponsorship coming on the show. What do you have a cutty corner shout out that you want to say? Oh, yeah, man. Um, again, kind of like I said earlier, man, just just people, just just leave motherfuckers alone. Just 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 just, just save yourself some trouble, save yourself a lot of heartache. You you think somebody's weak, you think somebody you you want to fuck with them because you're having a bad day, don't do that because you might get your feelings hurt, you might get beat up, you might just be embarrassed. Just leave people alone 2024. Don't be an asshole. Period. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Good advice, as always, from, from Woody. Yeah, man. Well, appreciate you, brother, for uh, hanging with Happy us. Happy New Year. Yeah. yeah, man. Happy New Year. Thank you, guys, man. I hope I can try to get back on a little bit yeah. more. But you know, twenty twenty three was yeah, you know, a lot going on. But yeah, man, I appreciate it always, man. I always love chopping it up with you guys. Yeah, man. man. Please, please. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, Woody. Thank please, you. Please, please take my spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a GoFundMe page. You need to get paid. Just take my spot, please. <laughs> you be all right, brother. You be all right. <laughs>